welcome, welcome once again to another edition of the Glass Element Podcast. It's your boy, your homie, Donovan, a.k.a. Moso. Today, I have a very special guest, someone who's inspired me to do better, someone who always looked out for me, someone I've had many conversations with in the past um, and plan to have conversations in the future about photography. So I'd like to introduce, if you guys are clapping, if you guys are <laughs> cheering, Jennifer Conley. Hey. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I really appreciate your presence. Like, no, thank you for having me, and I'm blessed to be your first female. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, yeah, just she's saying. definitely my first female. <laughs> but um, it's 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 really good to hear from you, uh, because I, I I feel like the information that you can provide, stories, uh, experiences, will help young artist, female, male, whatever, uh, become a better uh, version of themselves in terms of artistry. So, yeah, like, uh, it's been a long time coming that I haven't really gotten to sit down and talk with you about certain things. It's all been, like, you know, we're on a project and we kind of just, like, make jokes and <laughs> stuff like that. But it's true, it's true. now I have the opportunity to really, like, pick your brain, kind of, and, and, and help other people realize or see something in themselves that they might have not seen before. Because your photography is important to me, I definitely had to get this conversation in. Wow. Yeah, man. Well, thank you. Like, uh, honestly, I, I, I'm not the one to speak about myself. Yeah. So this is totally um, a new territory for me. But I thank you for bringing this opportunity to me. Oh, shoot. Uh, that is, that, that's not a problem. Like, uh, we're going we're gonna to have more conversations. This won't be the last. This definitely is just the beginning. Um, so yeah, I, I guess uh, I, I will start off like, how are, how are you doing? How are things? How are, how's photography going? Like, are you? It's good. Um, I'm loving it. I actually just finished a shoot uh, with Kayla Kay. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with her. She's an African designer. Yeah. Um, and a lot of her clothing, she puts her print, her Afri African prints into yeah. modern day silhouettes. And yeah. it's actually really beautiful. Um, so I'm very excited. I'm working with different designers and different people. So. Yeah. Really excited about that. That's what's up, man. Um, well, I guess we'll just dive right into it. Um, my first question is: uh, How did you get into photography? How did it find you? How did you get the get into it? <laughs> okay. Well, this is actually an interesting story. Not a lot of people know this. Um, well, when I was younger, I, you know, I've grown up and lived in the Finch community. Yeah. Um, and all I did was walk around with a notepad and a pen. Right. So it was natural for me to think I was going to be a journalist. Okay. So right after high school, I went to Humber for yeah. journalism. Yeah. During my second year, um, I got the opportunity. Well, first off, a, a part of our program is we have to create um, the campus paper yeah. every week, every Thursday it comes out, from the layout to the design to the pictures to the articles, everything. Yeah. And um, one day, our photographer was actually sick, and my editor comes to me and says, we need somebody to cover it, mm -hmm. and threw a camera at me. I don't know, know anything about photography at this point. <laughs> they pretty much gave me like photography 101, basic exposure, basic auto setting, which I know people, some photographers are probably cringing right now in auto. Yeah. And I went and shot that, and the pictures were horrible. Yeah. We had to do a lot of editing, but it sparked an interest in me. And from that day, I kept shooting, just okay. shooting friends. Yeah. Um, and then I c it came to another opportunity in my class where... We had a fashion art student from Humber, uh, Guelph Humber University yeah. that's attached to Humber. Yeah. When she was doing a collection. And one of my classmates was doing the article on, on that. Mm -hmm. And I came up with the idea of, well, hey, let's shoot her collection and let's do like a whole photo spread. Okay. So I presented the idea to my fellow peers and also my teacher. And at first they didn't want me to do it because, again, I don't know photography. What, what do I know? What the hell yeah. do I know? Yeah. But I convinced them to give me this chance to let me do a mock sort of spread and present it to them. And if they didn't like it, fine. So I got in contact with the designer, with the, the, the per, um, also the journalist. We rented out the Humber studio. You know, I kind of just played around with the lighting and we shot it. I got yeah. models from Facebook. Yeah. You know, we sat down probably in the journalism room till like one in the morning doing this layout. And the next day we presented to the class and everyone was kind of like looking at it like, you did this. Yeah. And my teacher kind of looked at me and said, I, f I strongly feel like you're in the wrong field. And I was kind of like, you're crazy. What are you talking about? I don't know anything to do with photography or anything like that. And but 
that kind of stuck with me. And after that day, I couldn't put it down. Yeah. And my brother, he actually went and purchased, like, it wasn't even a DSL camera. It was mm. an Olympus. <laughs> like, like, a, like a Zoom camera? Like a regular vacation sort of, like, not <laughs> like even a professional. Yeah, like, somebody would just buy it in the store and go on vacation, take pictures, and that's it. Like, oh. it's not a professional camera. <laughs> And but I, I started using that and just shooting my like my god sisters and, and friends and yeah. I started posting this on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never thought like I was any good and I started getting all these these feedbacks like wow like you're actually really good and and it kind of encouraged me more to really think about what my teacher told me. Yeah. Maybe you should go for this. So you know, coming to my you know ending of my second year. Yeah. Um, I was already shooting. The great thing about Humber, there was a lot of people there. There was a lot of connections you can make if, if you started talking to people. Yeah. Whether it was photography students, fashion students, um, you can make connections. So the time I even finished my second year, I was already sh- sort of making a little bit of money. You know what? I'm going to apply for the photography program. Okay. And I applied and ended up getting in. Not thinking that I was going to get in. Because again, I didn't think I was any good at photography. Right. It wasn't something that I was interested in. Like I know photographers who have been doing it since they were young. Yeah. And here am I at 25, 22, 23 in college, <laughs> and I'm just starting this. Yeah. You know, and I got accepted. I graduated from journalism um, in the summer, okay. and I returned to school that September for photography. Okay. And I never looked back. Um, it kind of taught me the basics that I need to know. Mm-hmm. I already had sort of an eye mm-hmm. for photography, but yeah. I didn't know the technicals. I didn't know the lighting voice, how I felt, but by taking pictures, I was able to. Like the picture on my wall, which people will see after. Yeah. Um, at the time, this girl was 17. So I thought she was the perfect model um, because the whole idea was this dark energy, this dark force, which is what quintessence means. And when you look in her eyes, her eyes are just so piercing. It's like you're looking into her soul. Mm-hmm. So I thought she was the perfect uh, model for this, and mm-hmm. she delivered it. Yeah. Um, and this picture was displayed in um, Humber yeah. as a part of the gallery show. And it actually, if you go to their photography printing room, yeah. it's still hanging on the wall. Really? Um, that that's what I, I was told. Know. I was told, like, this was, like, a few years ago, mind you. I don't know if it still is now. It probably is. But it, but it was there. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty awesome. That's dope. So, I mean, an important thing to know is that using your emotions during photography, like presenting your 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 own expression and using it as like a way to give other people an idea of what you're going through sometimes people won't know sometimes people just feel what you are feeling and that in itself is a great representation of like how a photographer really moves through their own career um sometimes you know uh, being it that it was like the beginning and you had the idea of using you know your your feelings to look for a model, look for uh, that that energy that you're trying to create, just helped it release it more. So I know you don't feel that way anymore, yeah. and you you know you've gained so much knowledge from that time till now. Yeah. It's still important to note that in the beginning you can use that you, whatever you're going through. If you're like a super happy person use that if you're someone who's gone through issues and and, and and wants to you know express yourself use that all the time because the energy that goes into the photography comes out the same way and people will receive it so uh, I'll segue into my next question so you've gone through dealing with your depression through photography and having the opportunity to just expand that way showing your work to hundreds of people while graduating from school you know so the the next question i have is basically like what what does your style represent what do you think about when you're pressing the shutter uh what what goes through your mind when you're in front of a model and you know trying to do what you do uh well for me um the most important thing is is to make somebody feel something when they see my photo Mm -hmm. it's important to me to tell a story um, and I'm sort of organized when it comes to my concepts or ideas. I, I, I've, I love doing mood boards because it's sort of, I'm a visual person. Yeah. And it kind of shows everybody, this is what I want and this is what I expect from you. Yeah. Whether it's the hair, makeup, or the model itself. Yeah. And when I get into the studio, I like to create sort of a relaxed, fun environment. Because I find that when the model is more relaxed and able to show 
be like who they are and just yeah. be themselves i'm able to capture like them more naturally like who they are yeah i find that their facial expressions everything just comes comes across better yeah because of that because they're more comfortable mm-hmm. so i'm not necessarily thinking oh like it's got to be this pose and this this exact way um it's more about creating an environment where they feel like if they want to be goofy they can be goofy mm-hmm. if they want to you know what i mean experiment they can experiment and i feel like when your whole team is sort of on that vibe mm-hmm. you know the the what you can capture is just same, right yeah so it's cool um, because I've seen some of the people that you've taken photography of and, uh, you know, getting them to be that open and expressive to you is is always important because, you know, you, you do get the best out of them when you're, you know how to make them comfortable, when you know how to make them laugh, when you know how to um, really be yourself around them. I know intense photographers as well that really don't, not to say take that time, but they don't have uh, they they don't have that drive in them to be like okay let me make them comfortable let me make them uh, you know want to be here they're mm-hmm. just sort of like okay I'm getting paid to do this okay I'm gonna do this and I'm out and they're they're very sharp they're very like ooh, 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 ooh I need it this way blah 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 right. but uh, even in your organization it's cool because you know people don't feel the pressure. And they can be themselves around you. And they can, you know, help you with what your image is supposed to be like. And that's, that's, that's good. Um, like, I feel like, um, like, as you were saying before, everyone has their own path, their own ways of doing things, right? Oh, yeah. So I feel like, yeah, it's okay if that photographer is strict or whatever, but it mm-hmm. might not be the same way somebody else does something. No. And I feel like in any business building a relationship is important whether it's with the model or or your client and the more you have a relationship with them the more comfortable they are around you right so exactly and um yeah you you, you've proven to you know get the best out of people you've proven that you know why you're doing certain things and you've, you've definitely gotten you know the reception um in that sense you know, getting people to react to your photographs is not super easy. Uh, so when you p- do put your stuff out there and people react the way they do, it's because you really put your heart and your passion and, and you know, the way that you do stuff into it. Um, there's no fakeness. There's no yes. uh, attitude. There's more just Jennifer, model, image, bomb. You know what I mean? So that's uh, you know that and, and i can see i can see it growing past what it is right now uh you know you're saying that you, you feel like you're just a girl from jana finch and stuff like that but in in hindsight looking back you probably thought a little less of that too you probably thought like oh i'm not gonna be here at this point but you are you know what i mean and that's why um i think it's important to continue on that path that you chose yeah, like, I, I never thought, like, even back in high school, you know, I never thought I would go to college. Mm-hmm. I never even thought that photography wasn't even on my mind. Yeah. And the fact that I'm here doing doing that, something that I love, is, is like, amazing. Like, I never thought that I would be able to work with designers. Mm-hmm. Never thought I would be able to work with models who are signed to agencies. Yeah. And the fact that I'm getting all these opportunities now, it's just, it's mind-blowing. Like, even you sitting here interviewing right now, it's kind of, like, surreal, because it's, like, I'm nobody, yeah. but, and you want to talk to me, and that's just, like, an amazing feeling. Yeah, and I I don't think that, you know, it's it's going to slow down for you. Yeah. I think uh, the more the more uncomfortable you are is the more reason for, not to say change, but more reason for opportunity to come your way. Uh, I've been, I've known you for a very, very long time. I won't say very, very long or anything, but I've known you long enough that I've seen it go from one point to another point, and I know it can only keep going. Being the photographer that you are, it can only go in that direction, and I mean up. You know what I mean? I appreciate so, that so much. Yeah, man. I, I haven't been able to really uh, talk to photographers a lot uh, because I'm I'm sort of like an introvert and I kind of think photographers are mean sometimes but like that's how I want to come out of my box and talk right. to people and let them you know uh, experience what I experience when I'm sitting in front of 
a photographer I find that's important, you know, mm. to me. So, uh, you know, I guess my next question kind of got off point, but my next question really is, where do you see yourself in five years? And I don't mean like the uh, the location and time and date and stuff like that, but I mean like what kind of steps are you trying to to take to become the better Jennifer Connor? Uh, well, definitely I want to keep improving in my craft, my technique, um, just my ideas and really executing them to the, my best ability. Yeah. Uh, I definitely want to do a gallery show. Uh, Bless. I, I'm trying to do things this year um, and the years to come that kind of take me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Because for a while, I've been sticking to what's comfortable. And what's comfortable is not necessarily going to get you ahead. Mm -hmm. um, so even when you approached me about this interview, I was terrified. I'm like, I've never done one. What if I sound like a fool? But I know you, so I was comfortable yeah. doing it with you. I feel like if it was somebody else, I might have been like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, and I think I even said to you, because this makes me uncomfortable, I have to do it. Yeah. Um, and that and really made me like, oh my God, okay, 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 okay. I have to make this sure yeah. this is on point. Yeah, yeah but exactly. it's been, you know, it's a it's great experience. So. Uh, yeah, and... Um, I definitely um, also yeah, want to own a studio. Like, I will. There's not even if... Do you want to like... Butts about that. Yeah. Do you want to like live in it though? Like, or you just want to You know what? One? I wouldn't mind. Like, I know there's... Um, Demetrius, for example. Yeah. I would love a space like that. Yeah. And just being able to live in it and work in it like yeah. that'd be amazing yeah i just want to have a space where i can invite people in and, and give back whether you know there's a mentorship program of some oh, sort okay. would be amazing as well because um, like i said i never had that yeah and to have people in my life like Dwayne holmes and even gregory allen like yeah uh gregory allen is a bow tie designer no yeah. he's not a photographer but the things i've learned from him just on how to present yourself and the business aspects of it yeah has been so much Phenomenal. valuable to yeah. me um so just to have a space like that for people who never had that. <laughs> never. I'm sorry. It's, a, it's Percy. It's Percy's a little barker. Okay, um, but yeah, to, to be that sort of influence for somebody else would yeah. be like amazing. That's uh, that's important too. You know, uh, giving back to the youth is something that, you know, many photographers would love to have. Um, or maybe they don't even know that they need that. that, that that it could help them improve that much because we're we're so naive in the beginning that we think like oh we have to learn everything on our own or we have to learn it a certain way but uh i've been through programs uh workshops uh you know opportunities with other photographers that were older than me yeah. uh that have been doing it longer than me that have taught me a lot way more than i could have learned in 20 years of doing photography right. by myself right so it's kind of like so i know what certain people have done to become uh their own photographer but in my mind it was like okay can i how how do i execute it how do i see the the ending um or or even start on my own journey and it's been through talking to people that you know uh, have trusted in me and it's been um in a, in a sense connecting with them so that I can see a broader view of how photography, you know, uh, not should go, but how it can go for me if I just take it the way they did, you know. Um, Jennifer, for example, like you've, you know, you've brought me onto a lot of like these uh, projects, um, got me into a lot of these programs, uh, initiatives by other people where, you know, basically, I guess we had like, a, a big opportunity to present our photography, our skills to people, and I wouldn't have gotten it if I was like so like, nah, man, I don't, I, I'm not gonna try it. I'm not gonna get out of my comfort zone or anything. So, at the same time, Percy's barking again. At the same time, it's like, um, there's young people who don't have that opportunity to just be part of programs because of someone who's you know a little more experienced in that. So, I mean, that, you know, having your own space to be able to invite young, young individuals, young artists, even maybe some people that have been doing it for a long time but haven't been able to get from that plateau. They're still on the same level, you know. Just giving them another view of how, you know, you might be able to look at something differently through your viewfinder, you know, is important, detrimental. And um, it's another reason why I did the podcast because I know... I know so many photographers, but 
my idea of how they have gone to be is all construed because I don't really, I, I, I'm only going on my path. But hearing other people go through their things, see the things the way they see it is how you just become a better creative. Um, Definitely. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you found that like everyone does everything differently. Everyone has a different everything, story. Everything. Um, everything. So I think that's amazing as, as, as well. Uh, photography is so expressive. Super expressive. So it's there's, like There's yeah. no right or wrong way to show somebody your world, Mm-mm. for example. So Not at all. And uh, the past and the present, you know, they, they, they mold us for the future. Uh, you know, your, your past has molded you for your future. Mine has molded me for my future. And it's like we can, we can only take it the way we want to take it by creating, you know, our own opportunities in a sense where we don't have to, like, we don't have to, like, pretend we don't want to be somewhere we don't right. want to be. Like, I want to have my own studio, but the way my studio is going to look is going to be different than yours, the way your studio is look. I, I was working for a th- with a photographer when I was really young in high school, and he, his, his, his house, his uh, studio, his loft, uh, it, it was a big space, but what ended up happening was he... He had like a uh, a mirror, and behind the mirror was the rest of his house. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh, like, yeah, you would go to the kitchen, and there's like a hidden mirror. You'd open the mirror, and it just goes up into like another apartment. <laughs> That's like, kind of sick, though. Yeah, it was amazing. So, like, the way that I see, you know, photographers progressing in that like that kind of mindset has has geared me to say, Nah, man, I don't gotta be the same. You know, no, you don't. I don't have to be, you know, the uh, same. And I also think like it's in. It's important to help other people. Like I know there's some the photographers that don't, whether they're too busy or whatever reason is, don't necessarily want to help. But no, I think no. that's an important, especially in Toronto. Uh, you know, there's such a small industry that's starting to grow here, and I feel like, you know, we all kind of need each other for this to actually be an industry here. So you know, I when I see somebody that has potential, um, you know, I don't mind saying, hey, like let's do something, come out or, or whatever. And you had so much talent to begin with. Yeah. So, Thanks. you know, <laughs> I, I just I wanted to be a part of of your journey. Yeah. So and you and you are a part of my journey because, uh, yeah, when I when I called you and asked you for this, I was excited that you said you were nervous because I was nervous even asking you. So it's like, OK, Which I don't get I'm I don't not, know why I'm not by myself on this <laughs> one. But uh, no, because because of like how important you are, I just didn't want it to be. I just didn't want to screw up. And I think now having the conversation with you about you know the way you like i didn't i i, I didn't even know you were a journalist uh, and that's what you did so that's it's like it. it's like everybody has something different to share and yes. i would love for other people to hear exactly what it is that you've done to become jennifer connie um so yeah. sometimes you just have to go through other things to yeah. find your calling yeah and for me i had to get lost before i could find myself mm-hmm. and you know once yeah. i was able to find myself like i realized photography was definitely yeah, the way to go well. for me and i think i think it's 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 a great fit for you 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 express things um you do things you say things that are on your mind and you you know you you you've branded yourself in a way where like when you say jennifer connelly it's like ah quality you know mm-hmm. it, it it's it's there's no doubt about it you know and um, I, I know I was telling you before how, like, popular you are, and you're like, nah, like, I'm not that popular. Yeah, I don't. Like, that's so crazy to me. And, th- and this is, this is, because you're just you, and you're just doing what you think is right. You don't see the, sometimes you won't see the impact of, of you know, the community around you saying, like, oh, man, she's doing that. Especially if they're positive, you might not feel it. But right. negative, of course, you know, you get the haters. Or, but at the same time, it's more about having that, that drive to continue to, you know, be an influential force for yourself, motivate yourself to be uh, that that creative. Um, this is going to segue into my uh, next question. Um, so, you know, after uh, being, you know, here for so so long and you know, keeping keeping up with, you know, uh, just. Just the daily things that you have to go through as a photographer. What are some of the things that you wanted to? Uh, what are some of the things that you avoid, or what are what would you suggest avoiding in the beginning of uh, a young photographer's career, for example? Uh, well, to be quite honest, um, 
there was a lot of mistakes that I've made, but these mistakes have definitely helped me become the person I am. Yeah. For example, right out of college, uh, graduating from photography, yeah, I had decided to team up with two of people that I know mm-hmm. and open up a studio. I quit wow. my nine to five job um, and went full force into photography because I told myself if I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do it full force and fall on my face or do it full force and succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily for the first six months to a year, I did really well. Um, I don't suggest somebody to do that because, you know, coming out of college, I, ha- I have OSAP debt. And um, it's not necessarily that I had all this money either saved up. It was just in Downsy Park. It was just a really small room, um, but it worked. I was able to kind of build my foundation that yeah. there um, while still living in my community. And I was able to not only get people from my community, but also I started working with local designers and stuff like that. Yeah. I ended up losing that studio, that studio, obviously for the financial reasons. I'm yeah. just out of college. I don't have the money. Right. Uh, another thing I did, um, you know, social media is a very funny thing. Mm-hmm. Social media can be great and you can blow up, but at the same time, you have to be very mindful of what you put out there mm-hmm. because, and you got to be prepared for the backlash you're going to get in return. Um, when I was finding myself, I went through a big depression. And uh, as you know, I posted a lot of that stuff online. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a lot of people supporting me and trying to encourage me, but I got a lot of negative feedback mm-hmm. um, about doing that and saying, if you're so like, honestly, I had people telling me, well, if you're that depressed, kill yourself. Like I literally had message like that. And I got so depressed that I did. And a lot of people don't even realize that I tried to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. I was in the hospital for about two, three months. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I needed to go through that stuff to not only grow as a person, but to grow as a photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely made me a stronger person. And through photography, I was able to find myself and, and get myself out of that depression. Yeah. So I definitely be mindful of what you post. Yeah. Um, because no matter what, somebody's always not going to like it. Uh, yeah. And um, it, it's important to note that, you know, uh, the energies that you have around you, um, the energies that you think you might have around you, also play a part um Definitely. you know if you if you knew who what everybody's mind was thinking when they see or hear right. what you're going through then you would know exactly who to keep away from you but it's more about learning you know what is it that this person has that i don't want to be like you know not everybody's right. for you not everybody not no you absolutely know, someone might say oh jennifer i love your photography i think it's amazing, but they don't. Right. They they they're not ready to take you in as a person because they're just not that kind of person, right? But then there's those other people that might not care about your photography life, but really right. love you as a as an individual and want you to succeed in whatever it is that you chose, right? So it's it's learning how to be, uh, well, not learning how to be, but it's it is being uh, someone who can gauge that. And you have to go through what you have to go through to be able to, you know, open your eyes and see the horizon. Like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm here, and the people I don't want to be near me are here. So when yeah. that, yeah. I mean, like, I find that one going through this industry and, and all the experience I have been through, it definitely tells you who your friends are and who aren't your friends. Yeah. Um, you definitely lose a lot of friends. Um, just trying to make dreams happen for yourself because your whole mindset changes. And coming from, you know, the negative background that I had, being a fighter and, 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 and doing all those things, a lot of my friends at that time didn't understand why, well, why does Jennifer don't want to kick it on the street anymore? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my whole mindset went different. Photography really um, changed me. I could have definitely been that gangbanger girl in jail. I definitely could have been shot. Like, yeah. I had a bad past. And photography and even journalism is what really saved me because... Growing up in this community, you, you look around and, and it's very easy to, to feel hopeless. Like, there's mm-hmm. no opportunity. Yeah. Um, but all it took, I mean, if it wasn't for my journalism teacher, I don't think I ever would have pushed photography. Mm-hmm. And I thank her every day because it's opened a whole world of different possibilities I never thought would be possible for me. Yeah. And, you know, and if people, other people in this community can realize, like, you know what, anything is possible if you just have to work. Work. Work so hard. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it is about work. Yeah, and you just got to be yourself. I mean, I've, I've gotten turned down so many times. Mm-hmm. I've been told I'm going to go nowhere. And then it's like, next week I'm attending Toronto, Toronto uh, Fashion Week. 
you know, I got invited by a designer and I never thought in a million years that I would have these opportunities. So yeah. it's important. Know yourself, be yourself, oh, and yeah. definitely believe in yourself. Because yes. if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to, you're not going to convince anyone else. Mm-mm. So definitely do that. Yeah. I think that's like, uh, a, like from, from the points that Jennifer has pointed out, just a perspective. So, uh, be careful what you put out there. If you are putting out something that you don't really care about the backlash, be ready for whatever it is that you get back. Um, understand yourself, motivate yourself, and you know, don't think that a mistake that you made is gonna destroy you. Just make sure you're ready to fix whatever happens. Um, you're human. Yeah, you are you're human. Make mistakes, and yes. I find that. A lot of people forget that. They look at you like, oh, you're a professional photographer. Yes, but I'm a human. <laughs> I yeah. still feel the same way as you do. And I, yeah, I'm going to make mistakes and I might post them. I shouldn't post. But at the end of the day, you just have to learn from that and yeah, continue. Perfectly. And I think that because of the attitude that you've had, the attitude you still have, it's it's only going to increase your, your, your creativity because that's where it all kind of comes from. You know, you stem, you stem from your creativity. Your mind is really, really powerful um, in a sense where it literally creates matter. Uh, you speak things into the universe. If you work towards it, those things happen. Yeah, you know? exactly. And but photography, it's like, ugh, it's way easier to create your own scenario by... You know, you can get like three things together and bomb. You have a photo. You know, you got your right. mo- you got your model, you got your idea, and you have your camera. And bomb, there it is. Some other uh, photography projects might need a little bit more things than that. But once you have your idea of what you're trying to like do, you know, it, it can com- com- it can come together, and it it's like it's like magic. It's like kind of like how did this happen? You know. But it's because you put it out in the universe, it's because you work towards it, and you created it that it is it exists now. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think like even with your photography, I've seen you do a lot of different concepts. Like I'm not gonna lie, like I've seen you do different things, like with paint and like like people's makeup and like even the models that you've chosen, even the way you've 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 decided to like continue editing, even the way you um you, you present your photography to people, like it's it. It's it's a uh, how do I put it? It's more like a uh, it, like you are a creative, but you're an organized creative. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, like yeah. I, I feel like it's important to sort of have a vision before you do a shoot, any yeah, shoot. Exactly. Um, I don't think it's. I mean, yeah, of course, you know, people will just say, "Hey, let's go shooting," and you have those moments. But I I truly feel there has to be a vision to what you're shooting, especially if you want to get somebody to feel something or an impact, right? Um, and that's where planning comes in. But I feel like, again, it's, ex- it's all about experience. Because I never used to plan my shoots. I used to just go in and shoot. Um, but the more I learned to plan and use mood boards and things like that, I realized how better my idea comes, comes uh, out, right? Uh, mood boards are, <laughs> honestly, yeah. If this, is, uh, if this is one thing you've never heard of, a mood board yeah. is probably your, your greatest ally. Honestly, because you can create it yourself. Yep. And once you follow that mood board... You, you, your your idea, uh, not to say it has to be exactly what the mood board is, but as long as your kind of uh, idea stays in that lane, the mood board is, is, is super detrimental. Every time you Definitely. get a new client, every time you get a new idea, even something that you want to buy in the next few years, make a mood board for it. Uh, you know, if you're someone who can draw, someone who can write, write a, write a mood board, right? Like different boxes and spaces in those mood boards and put oh this is what i want here this is what i want here this is what i want the image to look like at that just create a mood board you know what i mean and you'll see that like jennifer says your concepts become way more clear they become way more um organized at the beginning i did a lot of uh just like winging it whatever 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 but people yeah and the thing is like uh it's okay it's not bad but like when you do like a uh, a mood board, you can even show your model or your makeup right. artist, and it's sort um, of that visual plan. It yeah, sort of has your whole team or, or whoever's on the project that this is what I want, and so there's no like mistake. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like I'm a visual person. Sometimes I find it hard to put into words my ideas, yeah. but I can go. Anybody can go on Google and find 
the like the makeup look or yeah. hair or even a location that you wanted to shoot yeah. and grow your idea from that right yeah, exactly exactly and it's like if you have those ideas in mind you can you know by the time you know it you'll have 20 mood boards and you can take that mood those 20 mood boards make a new Definitely. mood board off of that and just like like just continue doing doing what you're doing um and it just builds a better photography character like there's a lot of lazy photographers who found their niche and just stick to that all the time or or whatever it is that they, they they're doing but the 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 photographer that is really special thinks about everything they have like a they have like a, a in their mindset they can create something that kind of represents its set then they can do shoot and create set you know what i mean yeah. so it's like um you take those things and you 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 become a better photographer just by doing it all the time um you know i there's find yeah go ahead sorry go ahead there's actually this photographer um i, I ended up doing humber got to visit his studio uh, uh i don't want to say his name wrong Chris, christopher nickel nickel christopher nichols yes okay. um and his work is amazing yeah because like i went to his studio and i'm realizing like a lot of these images that i'm seeing on his website mm -hmm. was created in his studio um, he's got images of where this this model is in this sort of like fish tank almost and oh. there's flowers around her yeah. and then there's like all this molding on the wall and he told me like he built that set in his studio and that's just like amazing because it shows it shows you like just with a little bit of creativity you can do so much in a small space you don't necessarily need million dollar like right yeah. exactly i mean i remember one of my magazine shoots that i've done for elements magazine for example it was a few years ago yeah um i did it with a stylist and we did it in her apartment literally we went to the dollar store they had this cool sort of print it was kind of see-through we put that on the wall we had beautiful dress beautiful makeup and we shot in her house and you wouldn't it was just like a white wall yeah. and you would have never known that that's what it was because i feel like um it's not necessarily the equipment you own but what you can do with it and you don't have to have you know the best equipment to make something happen no you don't so. i know people that just no i don't know them but i've seen people yeah. just take uh like photographs like really amazing ones the iphones um exactly and, it, and it's like uh it's like, damn, man, an iPhone. <laughs> right? Just spend how much money on this camera? I got, like, this huge camera, and I'm trying to, like, do amazing things, but you got an iPhone, and you're doing better yeah, you did that, me. yeah. But it's, 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 it's all it's about true. creativity. It's all about, like, just having that mindset that, like, you don't have to be normal. You don't have to take the same path as everybody else. Um, my last question to you is going to be about uh, some advice you'd give I know we talked about some things that you want to avoid, some things that uh, some things that you did avoid, maybe some mistakes that you had you you've made. I actually just want to ask, like, what kind of advice would you give? Like, okay, because I know we talked about mistakes, but I want to mm -hmm. know what kind of advice you would give to like new aspiring photographers or even photographers that just haven't been able to like get on a new level. Like, what 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 keeps you? What keeps you motivated? What, ins it, what kind of things inspire you to want to keep doing photography? Okay. Well, the first part, um, what keeps me motivated? I mean, as I said, like photography was something that literally saved me. Yeah. Um, it keeps me happy. So to be motivated to do it, it doesn't take much for me because it's just it's a part of my life. Yeah. Um, so I I don't find it hard to stay motivated. Nice. In terms of advice to give people, um, definitely know your craft. I think that's important. Mm -hmm. You need to know the technicals, the lighting, before you can actually break those yeah. and make something interesting. True. I think lighting is definitely Super important. True. And what I find is people will concentrate on studio lighting yeah. and forget about outside, natural yeah. light. I think yeah. it's so important to know how to control natural light. For me, it was easier to learn how to control natural light first yeah. Yeah. and then go in the studio. Because if you can create any sort of lighting technique outside, mm -hmm. it's so easy to create it inside because yeah. you, you can control that light. Yeah. It's much harder to control outside. Um, another okay. advice I, I would give, um, the f one of the most benefit thing that, that benefit me was about two years ago, three years ago, uh, I met a photographer who was working for an agency at the time uh, by the name of um, 
Dwayne, and I took my, I met him through another photographer, and I kind of, because I know he's, he shoots for, like, Living Magazine, he does all these big things, and mm-hmm. he's worked with every agency. Yeah. And all my friends kept telling me, oh, your work is great, but I wasn't going anywhere. So I took my portfolio to this photographer, and I said, I really need to know, what am I doing wrong, what am I doing right? Mind you, he <laughs> tore it up. And it hurt my ego, it did. But it, it's definitely necessary, because then you know what you need to do to get where you, where you need to go. And so after he told me everything that I was doing wrong, I kind of took the year to, to really work on those things. And then I connected with him again in a year. And he told me the difference in my work was like night and day. But you need that, that sort of professional person to tell you, tell you that because your friends are they're they're not, not going to. Yeah. Right. And because, you know, they're most likely not photographers. They don't know what to look for. Mm-hmm. So that was the best thing I did. Um, and then just last year, I took my work again um, to somebody, uh, Sherad. I'm not, uh, he used, I, I know he did um, do model castings for Push at some okay. point. Okay. And now he just helped open up Saks. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. But he's really big. He's mm-hmm. big in the industry and he also works for like Dot Style. Yeah. Um, and, I, and you know what? He was probably the most scariest person to approach. Uh, I met him through O'Shea and Howard okay. because yeah, he was found like with Push. Yeah. And all of that. Um, I don't want to get into that. But um, so I messaged him and I said, I would really like you to critique my work. And again, he, he had negative things to say. But again, that's where that's why my work is the way it is. And I think yeah. that's so important to have your work critiqued by somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and again, just follow your own path. Be comfortable in your own skin and, and believe in yourself, because if you don't, you're going nowhere. Yeah. So, and definitely practice. Practice. Find out what it is you love to shoot practice and practice perfect. that. Yeah, practice yeah. makes perfect. Uh, that is one thing um, I have stopped doing. I have stopped picking up my camera and taking it places. I have my camera with me here today just for portrait purposes, but like <laughs> in terms of what I used to do when I was young, I would shoot everything like yeah. the sun, friggin' the grass. Bugs I would grab numbers, friends, family members, whatever. Like um, everybody in my school, in my high school, I took everybody's exactly. picture. Um, I, I took also, everybody's stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. it's true though. You you have to. Um, I also think it's important to just put yourself out there. Like even though I got, like a lot of different opinions about doing free work and volunteer work, I got yeah. a lot of because I did a lot of it. Maybe I did too much, and I got a lot of different views about that. But for me, getting involved in all these different community events or volunteer opportunities it opened doors for me like these are the people that are that are hiring me now for paid work these are the you know like I had I feel like you have to put in sort of like your groundwork to get the paid work yeah I I feel like it's delusional to think I'm gonna graduate and I'm gonna get paid work off the bat Mm. it doesn't happen that way yeah because nobody knows you why am I gonna pay you but and I don't even, you know what I mean? You just, you know what I mean? Why are you worth my 500 quid? Why, right. Why, do you, why are you worth so much money? Yeah. I so by you. volunteering and getting involved with um, different organizations that are like around Toronto helped me. Like one of the biggest things that helped me was Youth Day. Yeah. Uh, it still goes on today every summer. Mm-hmm. You know, YD Toronto now. Yeah. Um, there were so many people I met there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's artists, there's, there's fashion shows, there's models. And like, that's exactly my clientele. Yeah. Um, so I feel like, you know, again, even though somebody might say, oh, that's the wrong thing, you have to believe in yourself and what you're doing is right. I thought that that was the best thing for me. And, and it, yeah. it did. It was. It yeah. opened up all these doors and now I know all these people. And it's because I built those relationships and I took those t- that time to volunteer. To volunteer. And uh, I've done some volunteer work as well. Uh, I probably didn't do as much as I should have. Um, no, but again, everyone has their own path. Exactly. So, so like in my mind, how I see my photography going is, I need to, su- I need to financially support myself. Right. Uh, my problem is like sometimes you know money is like on the top of my brain, but creativity is pushed back because I want to get paid. So of course, if I can it fund, happens. yeah, and if I can fund my own projects. I don't think I can, I'll care about anything else. Um, you know, I want to be able to say, okay, I can pay a model to do this. I can pay my assistant photographer to do this. I can pay my, my makeup artist 
my hairstylist, wardrobe, whatever, and get them to come together so we can create something huge. Instead of it being like the other way around where I'm waiting for people to hit me up or whatever, I don't need that kind of, like in my mind, I I really know what I want to execute. Right. I just need money for it. So if I'm waiting for someone to give me the chance to do my own ideas, that probably won't ever come. So No, but, um, you know, I also think bartering is a great way to go as well. I found um, a lot of people were, were into that sort of I help you, you help me sort of thing. Yeah. And I was able to to work with some amazing people doing that as well. Um, and again, at the time, it was a, I was beginning. Um, so no, I wasn't necessarily getting paid. But it helped me because if I had a client and I needed a dress, I could call the stylist and she would pull it. Mm-hmm. As long as she had pictures, it was fine. Same yeah. as a makeup artist. Yeah. Um, but of course, if I was getting paid, they would get paid. Of course, but bartering is definitely something useful as well if you're beginning. That's some great advice. Uh, for those who don't know what bartering is, it's basically coming up with an agreement where it's like you scratch my back, I scratch your back kind of thing. It's like yeah. paper and stuff like that. Uh, you know, even but it's really if, about you yeah. have to build that relationship yeah. with that person to get to that point, right? Yeah. But yeah. So I think, uh, you know, this is, this, is, this is honestly some great advice. This is exactly why I needed you to be on my podcast because, because, oh <laughs> like, um, you know, <clears throat> our paths are very, very different. Um, your path, my path, the person who's listening to this. Uh, but we have to understand that, like, we're all photographers and we all share sim- similarities that we can use to, to, to understand ourselves better. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, this is, you know, I don't, I don't think that like, uh, like anything is lacking from a creative if they just take the time to know. Okay, why do I want to do this? Why do exactly. I feel like this? People are drawn to photography, believe it or not. Uh, you know, people don't, d- d- people don't understand how like, you know, there's people who will buy a five hundred dollar camera and never use it. Where there's people who have their phones and they take pictures every single second of something, that, you know, because they're drawn to the imagery, they're drawn to the artistry. Some people are drawn to the money, but underneath it all, they actually love their camera. They actually enjoy it, you know, secretly. Like maybe it's like tiny, but it's enough but to it's know. Mm-hmm. It's it's enough that you know, like okay, I'm into this a little bit, uh, money or not. You know what I mean? Uh, so, with that being said, I mean. Honestly, Jennifer, I, I, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast, like I said at the beginning. At well, the thank end. you for having me. This has yeah. been, like, a great experience. So. Yeah. Um, so if you have any questions, uh, any feedback, any um, anything that you would want to know about photography, something you'd like me to answer on the next podcast, for example, uh, the email is theglasselement at gmail.com. And basically, you know, we, we're going to continue on this path. We're going to get more guests, um, people to have their voices heard and, and, you know, basically build that, that, I guess you can say, base where you can go and get ideas and listen and always, you know, concentrate on the, on the creative side. Um, okay, so what's your, how do people reach you? How do people find you? Well, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook under Jennifer Conley Images. Um, I do have a website. It's being rebranded. Nice. It'll be out in a few weeks. I can't give you an exact date because it has to be perfect. Okay. But again, that'll be JenniferConleyImages.com. But perfect. for now, Instagram, Facebook, Jennifer Conley Images. Awesome. I'm gonna, yeah. Feel free to reach out to me. I'm not... Don't be afraid. Yeah, okay. I'm really nice, I swear. Gen- <laughs> Jennifer is, is a very, 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 very nice person. Like, uh... The opportunity that she's given me for someone she doesn't know, trust me, it was like uh, like hearing like someone say, "Oh my God, you're great, come," that, you know, and my heart jumped, you know. So it was it, it, being someone who has seen her grow. Uh, I can tell you that hitting her up and talking with her is gonna get whatever you're doing, whatever you feel like listening to, whatever you feel like looking at, whatever you want to create onto that next level. Um, I'm going to put all her information in the show notes and you guys can click, 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 follow her. And yeah, we're going to just keep it classy on the glass element. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, that's, that's going to be it for your boy, Donovan, a.k.a. Moso, uh, signing off. Peace. Bye. First email. <laughs> <laughs>